Chapter Thirty Two, Drinking New Wine. I woke up one morning feeling really bad. I had a severe headache. I thought to myself, I slept well last night, and I wasn't stressed with anything. Why am I having a headache? Then I heard a still small voice with one word: wine. I thought, I only drank half a glass of wine with my meal last night. Why would it cause me a headache? I never had that before. It doesn't make sense. The Holy Spirit knew my thoughts, and He answered. It doesn't make sense, right? I said, Yes. So, can you tell me why I had a headache? And he replied, "You will know." I was a little confused, and I asked him for further insight, but I didn't get any from him this time. So I parked that thought and did something else. That evening, when I read the Bible, the Holy Spirit highlighted two scriptures to me. Quote, "Wine is a mocker, strong drink a brawler." And whoever is led astray by it is not wise. Proverbs chapter twenty verse one. Quote, Give strong drink to the one who is perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. End quote. Proverbs chapter thirty-one verse six. As I kept going deeper into the Word of God, I noticed that. Even though the Bible does not forbid drinking alcohol, it does warn against dangers of drinking too much, engaging in immoral behavior, and other consequences of alcohol abuse. Although I was by no means addicted to any alcohol, I had a wake-up call of how alcohol could have the potential of destroying a person's health, relationships, family, business. And their whole life, I began to wonder how many people in the world were subjected to this negative influence of alcohol. The more I thought about it, the more I felt the burden to pray for those people. The spirit of intercession came upon me, and I began to pray for the people who were under the bondage of alcohol. I came out from that long prayer feeling relieved. And the interesting thing was that my headache subsided altogether as well. As I reflected on this, I discovered that the Holy Spirit was actually teaching me something new that day. Be aware of my body sensation, and the word that God showed me—they could be a sign for prayer and intercession. During my dinner on the next day. I had half a glass of wine with my meal again, and when I got up the next morning, I had the same severe headache again. I felt in my spirits that God was trying to tell me something, so I sought the Lord in prayer. My guess was right. God asked me to stop drinking wine completely. I was only a very light drinker anyway, so stop drinking wasn't hard for me. 
But since I stopped drinking wine completely, I felt the burden again of standing in the gap, interceding for people who were under the bondages of alcohol. And I began to pray for these people as the Spirit of the Lord led me. In addition to praying for these people, God also gave me a scripture to meditate on. Quote, Do not get drunk with wine, for this is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. End quote. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 It appeared to me that being filled with the Spirit is far better than being drunk with wine. As I continued to ponder on this scripture, the Holy Spirit gave me an impression of what happened with the apostles and the believers on the day of the Pentecost when the Holy Spirit rested upon them and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 2 Verse 4. Other people who saw their behavior thought they were drunk and said, They are full of new wine. Acts chapter 2, verse 13. But Peter the apostle quickly corrected those people and told them that they were not drunk. Instead, they were under the influence of the power of the Holy Spirit and being intoxicated in his presence. I could imagine them being filled with joy of the Lord, praying, singing, and praising God. Peter went on and preached his powerful sermon, and 3,000 souls were being saved on that same day. Act chapter 2, verse 47. What happened to the apostles and the believers after being filled with the Spirit was profound. They received the supernatural power from on high and did mighty wonderful works for Jesus. Preaching the gospel with demonstration of power, bringing salvation, healing, deliverance, and blessings to multitudes. The believers received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and continued to spread the gospel with demonstration of power and the church continued to grow in numbers until this day. Being drunk in the Spirit is one of the supernatural signs from God, and when people are intoxicated in God's presence, even though they may not look discreet or dignified, the personal transformation that happens within them is undeniable. After this revelation of drinking new wine, I have experienced myself and seen other people being drunk in the Spirit, especially during worship and prayer gatherings. Oftentimes, when the Spirit of God moved among the people, they got drunk and the power of God was released in them. People are healed, delivered, and revived while they are drunk in the Spirit. Some people even saw visions and received download of ideas, strategies, and blueprints from heaven. It was fascinating to see how different people could behave differently when they are hit by the power of God in the same room. They can be laughing, dancing, singing, weeping, or remaining in total silence. These are all the mighty and wondrous work of the Holy Spirit in the life of believers. After God took me on this fascinating journey of discovering the Holy Spirit's new wine, He also invited Robert on a similar journey. 
God spoke to him about how his drinking of wine has been a hindrance for God to use him fully. Robert was quite concerned knowing this. Then one day, God highlighted a scripture to Robert, which shook him. Quote, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. End quote. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Robert used to be a wine lover, and for him, to give up wine is not as easy as for me. But the moment the Holy Spirit showed him how drinking could affect him from serving God well, he stopped drinking completely. I'm so pleased to tell you that Robert hasn't tasted a sip of wine ever since. He has certainly replaced drinking ordinary wine with the wine of the Spirit. I'm so proud of him, and we give all the glory to God.